of the Lord. This is Girl Scout Sunday. And later in the service, you will see them. They will be very, very instrumental in the service. And we will remind you that you will be able to see the order of service by way of digital. I ask now if you will pray with me. Father God, we thank you. Lord God, thank you for blessing us to be in church another Lord's day. Lord God, we know it was not by our deeds. It was not by our behavior. But Lord, we know it was because of your grace and your mercy, your love and your compassion. You had mercy on us in spite of us. And for that, Lord God, we are grateful. Father, we thank you for every church door that's open in your holy and righteous name this morning. We ask that you will bless those that are joining us by way of live streaming. Father, bless those that are sick and in the nursing home and hospitals. Bless those, Father God, that wish they could be in a service. Lord God, we ask, though, that you will keep us. Touch everything that we do here this morning so that it will be pleasing in your sight. And Lord, we will forever give you all of the praise. We will forever give you all of the glory. We won't try to take none of the credit, for we know your Holy Spirit is the reason why we still have our mobility. So we thank you now in the precious and matchless name of our Lord and our Christ and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And all of the people of God said amen, amen, and amen. Our Girl Scouts are coming now. Attention. Color Guard Advance. Color Guard Halt. Thank you. 
Scouts, attention. Girl Scouts, advance. gentlemen, the flag of our country. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, and with liberty and justice for all. Color Guard, post your colors. Colors. Color guard dismissed. Ladies and gentlemen, you may be seated. Stanley, let's 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 stay there for a minute. Come on, praise him, y'all. Come on, let's give him glory in here. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to praise him. Come on, y'all, call him. Blessed Savior. Oh, he's worthy. Come on, one more time, one more time while they come. Oh,
Will you help me just open up your mouth and glorify God? If he's done anything for you.
you really need something from God tonight. Listening to me on this record, I don't know what it is you're going through, but God said you can get your breakthrough tonight. Look at somebody say, I'm going to get my breakthrough tonight. Right now. Turn around behind you and say, I'm going to get an instantaneous breakthrough. Now you've been praying and seeking God and fasting, and, but when you ask God, do you really have faith that he can do it? Do you serve a God that is able? Do you serve a God that is strong and mighty? Well, if you do, can I tell you how to get your breakthrough? Say, Kirk, come. How can I get my breakthrough right now? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. This is how you can get it tonight. will come this morning that we shall read for Girl Scout Proverbs chapter 3 beginning at verse 1 through verse 9. My son also replies to my daughter, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandment. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the tables of thine heart. So shall thy find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be help to thy navel, and marrow to thy bone. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruit of all thine increase. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader, the hearers, and the doers of his holy word. Good morning. Please bow your heads and join me in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, 
Thank you for everything. Thank you for giving us the strength, power, and willingness to serve. Thank you for allowing us to get together to praise you on this Girl Scout Sunday. I ask you to bless our Girl Scout Association, church family, and all those who support Girl Scout. May everything that we do honor you. In your name we pray, amen. amen. Good morning, and welcome to Girl Scout Sunday. Girl Scout missions to be girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. Thank you for supporting Girl Scouts and attending Girl Scout Sunday. Thank you. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Can we give one more hand for all of our Girl Scouts this morning? Thank God for our Girl Scouts. Amen, amen. Where are the parents of the Girl Scouts? Girl Scout parents, stand up. Let us give y'all some love, all our parents. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. All of our Girl Scout leaders, where are you, Girl Scout leaders? God bless you. Good to see you this morning. God bless you. Thank you so much. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. 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 Listen, just a few announcements. We want to remind you, there's so much going on at K Chapel this month. This is the month of March, the first Sunday in March. And listen, next Sunday, y'all, next Sunday, next Sunday, the time goes up by an hour. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Just want to remind you, just want to remind you, skip, bring it up an hour, bring it up an hour. We'll meet you here an hour early. Don't come an hour late. Amen. Amen. We will see you an hour earlier tomorrow on next Sunday. Amen. See you an hour earlier tomorrow on next Sunday. Listen, also this month, we got a lot of reverb in there. Can you bring me down? We got a lot of reverb going on. And next, next, uh, in March, March 19th, thank you. March 19th also is our annual Women's Day celebration. We're going to be celebrating women really all of this month, but particularly on March 19th at the 11 a.m. service. Doctor, one of our own, Dr. Kim Kimberly Moody Wade, is the speaker for that occasion. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Is she here this morning? Where's Kim? I know she, there she is. God bless you. Good to see you this morning. Amen. She's going to be the speaker for that occasion. So, so be, be in prayer for her. Be in prayer for all of our women uh, for our annual. That's always an awesome, awesome celebration. Amen. An awesome day in the Lord. And we thank God for all of our women here at Cade Chapel. Also, also on March 11th, Saturday, March 11th, uh, we're continuing in what has become a tradition here at Cade Chapel. It's called the Her Prom Closet Dress Giveaway. The last few years, uh, with the help of Davina Jones out of Memphis, Tennessee, and and uh, Colonel um, uh, uh, Raven Oliver, McRaven Mac Oliver, God bless you. Uh, is she here this morning? Amen. Uh, she's usually back there in the back somewhere. But thanks to both of them and, and, and her daughter and a team of women who come in uh, and give away new prom dresses. Amen. Now listen, I, I, I said new prom dresses. <laughs> Amen. Amen. They do a great job. And so girls from all over the city and surrounding areas are encouraged to come by uh, and, and pick up a prom dress and a swag bag and all the goodies and accessories to go along with it. When they leave here, they are ready for the prom. They have their shoes, 
they have their bag, they have their dress, and then they usually have somebody come in and do makeup for them and show them how to get their makeup and hair done. It's just phenomenal, amen. And so that's gonna be March 11th in the Family Life Gymnasium. If you've got a junior or senior uh, young lady who's in need of any of those things, you bring them here uh, and let them get outfitted for their senior and junior prom, amen. Also wanna remind you, March 13th through 17th is spring break, and so our offices will be closed during that week. I want you to be in prayer also. Uh, for our General Missionary Baptist State Convention because we will be meeting that week uh, in the city of Natchez for our spring session. So March 13 through 17, offices will be closed as well as our daycare center will be closed during that time uh, also. Listen, wanted to let you know again, uh, last fall, last fall we started something here uh, that is going to become a tradition. Uh, that is called the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra Symphony in the Community. For those of you who were here last time, you know that we had a grand uh, musical presentation uh, from people from Tougaloo, uh, the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra, Cade Chapel. Um, who else was a part of that? I'm trying to see. It seems like there were other musical, uh, uh, some people from the community, uh, local artists from the community. Well, we're doing it again this spring. Amen. Doing it on March 26th. So if you were not able to come during the fall uh, presentation of that, March 26th, Sunday, March 26th, you can come and see part two of Symphony in the Community. Amen. 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 All right, I thought that's what you said. Amen. God bless you. Listen, listen, last but not least, we want to remind you that we are continuing in our Walton book drive. We want to make sure that all of the students at Walton Elementary School, which, are, which is our adopter school, we've adopted Walton Elementary School for a number of years. And one of the things that we've been doing, I guess for about 11 years now, is making sure that all the students uh, leave the school with at least two books on their summer reading list. And so you can help us do that by sponsoring one child with $20. $20 will ensure that one child get, goes away for this summer with two books on their summer reading school list. And so please help us do that. You can go to the Cade Chapel app uh, and, and for ways to give and make sure that, that you donate to that effort. $20 will sponsor one child for two books. Amen? Amen. We want our children to not go in that summer slump but keep their reading uh, acumen up and, and, and in good standing. Amen. Amen. Listen, uh, election time has come. We've got one candidate who's going to come. We're going to give that person two minutes, and I know they're going to do all that they can in those two minutes. James Lott, are you here this morning? James Lott, if you're here, I want you to make your way down. He is a candidate for the Hines County Supervisor District Number 4. Amen. James Lott, God bless you. Introduce yourself to us. Give him a welcome. Good morning, K Chapel. <clears throat> First, I'd like to give thanks to God Almighty for waking me up this morning, allowing us to fellowship today, and thanks to Pastor Buckley for allowing me to speak to you all. So, I, my name is James Lott III, and I'm running for Hines County Supervisor of District 4. I currently serve as an alderman in Clinton, where I'm the only minority on the board, and I represent the only minority board. Being the only minority on the board and representing the only minority board, <coughs> minority ward, excuse me. I've been able to work well, collaborate with the mayor, the board of aldermen, and local business owners to make sure Ward 6 has everything it needs. So for that reason, I think my success as alderman Clinton uniquely places me in the best position to be the right candidate for uh, District 4. So uh, Hines County is unique to me. It's the largest county in the state of Mississippi. It's the most populous. It's home to seven colleges and universities, the largest employers, UMC, the Jackson State University, Hines Community College, and Continental Tire. 
Uh, it has some of the best in lodging, some of the best in entertainment, dining, some of the things we look for for sustainable life in Hines County. Uh, it has seven colleges and university, and um, for that reason, Hines must thrive, and we, we gotta make sure it reaches its maximum potential. I'm gonna make sure we do that, and we're gonna do that together, and there's three, maybe four areas that we need to work on. And um, what people don't, people don't realize, Hines County's been declining, the population's been declining tremendously over the last couple of years. The, this is a trend that we gotta re reverse, and some of the things that I think we should do, work on public safety. Public safety is number one, is what we're gonna do, we gotta protect our businesses, we gotta protect our homeowners, and protect our property values. I will support a budget that fully, uh, fully funds the Hines County Sheriff Department and ensures public safety is number one. Infrastructure is number two, we have to have quality roads and bridges. Uh, number three, uh, economic development and uh, beautification. We gotta make sure we get houses built, we got communities built, and we gotta get businesses to stay in Hines County and attract them to Hines County. So, um, I'm trying to reverse the trend that's been going on with Hines County. If you know anybody that live in District 4, if you live in District 4, please, I ask for your prayers, your, your support, and your vote, and reach out to your family members and friends that live in District 4 and ask that they vote for James Lott on August 8th. I left some flyers in the back if anybody wants some background information about me and how to reach me, on later, on, reach me later on. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. Let the church say amen. All right, we're gonna put it back in the hands of our Girl Scouts. We got Brownie Brooklyn Bracy coming here. That's Brown, now look, that's not Girl Scout cookie. That's Brownie, that means that's the troop that she's in, amen. Brooklyn, give a hand for Brooklyn, y'all. Good morning. Will all visitors please stand? On behalf of our pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, Pastor Emeritus Reverend Horace Buckley, we say welcome to Cade Chapel. If you are looking for a church, look no further. Again, I say welcome, welcome, welcome. and I am a Brownie in Troop 5029. This morning, I would like to recognize all of our March birthdays. If your birthday is this month, would you please stand? Mother Susie Christian, who celebrated her 97th birthday, and Mother Barbara Lester, who celebrated her 91st birthday this past week. Kate family, please. Oh, never mind. <laughs> He's been mighty good to us. He's blessed us. Now it's time to bless the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. A care chapel we give for at least three reasons. We give to demonstrate our obedience to God's word. We give to demonstrate our thankfulness to God for his provisions. And we give to support local and global ministry. For those who are viewing live stream, you can give by, first of all, texting the number that appears on the screen by the use of the K-Chapel app, which appears on the screen. You may bring or mail your offering to K-Chapel at 1000 West Ridgeway Street, Jackson, Mississippi. God bless you. Remember, it's better to give than to receive.
Again, there are those that are in need of your prayers. We ask that you keep the Martin family in your prayers. Sister Carolyn Martin lost her sister, Miss Sandra McNair. The service for Miss McNair was scheduled for yesterday here in Jackson. We have recovering in the hospital, Sister Marilyn Woods, Brother Walter Cheatham, Sister Christy Wright Jones, Sister Gloria Greer, Sister Jackie Simmons, Deaconess Minnie Ellis, and Brother Benny Lowry. We have recovering at home, Sister Cynthia Buchanan, Sister Deborah Letbetter, Sister Olivia Sims Jones, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, Brother Kelvin Roselle, Brother John Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompson Sr., Sister Frankie Johnson, Sister Marilyn Langford, Brother Charles Hodge, Sister Polly Johnson Williamson, Sister Demetria Davenport, Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, and Brother Sammy Henderson. We also have two that's asking for prayer, Mrs. Richard Banks and Sister Dorothy Jones. And I know each Sunday you hear the same names a lot of the times, but keep in mind, and you may even see some of them come in and out of service, but they're still recovering. And I ask you, as you travel during the week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Good morning, K Chapel family. My name is Kimberly Wade. I am the Daisy Girl Scout Troop Leader. Our Darian Pierre, are you still here with me? That's my assistant troop leader in the back. She's got a, her hands full with her other babies back there. Um, this is my first year as a Daisy Troop Leader, and it has been a very exciting year, full of a lot of learning and a lot of lovely little girls this year. Um, we are in charge of presenting the donation on behalf of the Girl Scouts for Girl Scout Sunday on today. So, Reverend Buckley, would you please come forward? Miss Paisley? I'm sorry, Chloe. Come here, baby. So, on behalf of K Chapel Missionary, I mean, I'm sorry, K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church, Girl Scouts, Troop 5379, Chloe would like to present this to you. You shake his hand. Thank, you, so Thank you. You can stand right here, baby. Can stand right here. A hundred dollars. All right. This is from Paisley on behalf of Troop 5029. Could you please present that to Reverend Buckley? Sophia. This is on behalf of Junior Troop 5027. Would you please give that to Reverend Buckley? Dylan? This is on behalf of Troop 5010. Dylan, would you please give that to Reverend Buckley? Gabby? This is on behalf of Troop 5389. Would you please present that to Reverend Buckley? And last but not least, Miss Stella, would you please present this to Reverend Buckley on behalf of Troop 5025? <laughs> Can y'all smile for Mr. Ashley? Yes, take your mask off. So again, on behalf of um, K Chapel Girl Scouts, we are just so thankful and appreciative for all of you do for our Girl Scouts. Thank you for the building that we are able to use for our meetings and all of our, our different activities. Thank you very much for supporting us during cookie season, which ends today, and we do have extras if you do need any. Um, but again, just continue to keep us in your thoughts and your prayers uh, as we continue to guide these, these young ladies on their journey to becoming young women. Thank you all.
everyone. My name is Ruby Florence. I am the advisor for Junior Girl Scout Troop number 5027. The leaders are Ms. Lakeisha Graves and Ms. Cynthia Lawson. Today I'm here to recognize three of my girls that earned their bronze award and the bronze award is the highest award that a junior girl scout can earn. These girls did a great take action project and they did 20 community service hours. Uh, we started in June and we just finished in December. So girls, as I call your name, I want you to stand and parents stand also. Uh, the first one is Chloe Otis. Kaylee Wade. And the third one is Kaylee Williams. Please, and please remain standing. Okay. There's another girl who earned her silver award. Uh, she's in the cadet troop number 5027. She's not here today. And her name is Caitlin Graves. And let's, let's give these girls a big round of applause. Good morning, church. My name is Jemiah Mundy, and I am in Senior Troop 5025, and I have the privilege to introduce today's speaker, Jayla Marie Henderson. Jayla is the daughter of Bobby Bryant and Christina Henderson Bryant. She is also a big sister to Kaylee Ann Bryant. She was born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi, and is now 18 and attends Murrah High School. Some of her hobbies are to play volleyball, step with her step team, dancing, lifting up others, and be a professional dancer and cheerleader for the Mississippi Raiders. Ladies and gentlemen, I now present to you Jayla Marie Henderson. Good morning, church. Yeah, let me get, my, let me get myself together. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Can we give a round of applause to the Maverick City Choir over here? Yeah, that was amazing. All right, Pastor Buckley, all the deacons, thank you. I want to thank y'all so much. All right, good morning, church. Can y'all wake up? Good morning, church. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. My name is Jayla Henderson, and I'm, a, I'm the Girl Scout speaker for today. Can we start off with a quick prayer, please? Dear God, thank you for getting us all here safely this morning. Please bless us with safe travels back. Thank you for blessing me with this opportunity to speak up on Girl Scouts, what Girl Scouts has taught me and inspired me to do. Amen. Amen. From the introduction, I am the daughter of Bobby and Christina Bryant. Can my parents please stand? I don't know where to eat. 
Hey, y'all. <laughs> I would truly like to thank all my Girl Scout leaders that I have had throughout these years. My parents and my Aunt Danielle Oliver for introducing me to Girl Scouts. At the age of seven, as a young child growing up, I didn't have much to do besides dancing for church and cheer for the Jackson, Mississippi Hurricanes. But I wanted to get involved in church more, so my aunt introduced me to the Girl Scouts program here at Cade Chapel. This church has always been like a home to me. I started pre-K here, met my best friend here, and learned loyalty and love here. I started off with the strongest of them all, Miss Martin, can you stand up for me? <laughs> You're not gonna stand up. <laughs> I would like to thank Miss Martin for teaching me how to make amazing s'mores. But most importantly, she taught me to be a leader and not a follower. After being a brownie, I went on to be a junior. I had the amazing Miss Florence. Miss Florence, can you stand for me? She was most definitely the mommy of all the leaders. She had everything when you needed it. She taught me there's nothing wrong with being too prepared. Stay ready so you won't have to get ready. After being a junior, I leveled up to be a cadet. I had the amazing and graceful Sharon Davis. She's not here this morning, but I know she watching. Hey, Davis. <laughs> she taught me how to be a young lady. My favorite memory was when we went to her house to make bags of toiletries for the elderly. It was funny because she made us eat quiche, but it was burnt. <laughs> I was so sad when I had to move up because all the young girls saw me as their funny big sister. After a cadet, I leveled up to be a senior and an ambassador. My leader is the wonderful Miss Gray. Amy Gray. Ms. Gray has taught me, <laughs> Ms. Gray has taught me no matter how long you do it, you can still stick to it. I'm sure most of you are wondering, what are my plans after high school graduation or where do I see myself in the next five years? After high school, I will be attending Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College in Perkinson, Mississippi. Majoring in early childhood development and education. After my two years of Mississippi Gulf Coast, I plan to attend Alcorn University. <laughs> Dang, they got y'all right there. <laughs> All right, Chad, oh, hold on, y'all lost me. <laughs> Alcorn State University to obtain my bachelor's degree in education. My passion for teaching all started with Girl Scouts, watching all the leaders teach and help mold young girls into women. I, I got my firsthand experience when I was asked to lead activities with the daisies at camp, and boy, was that a handful. <laughs> but it taught me how to have patience and to think on my toes very quickly. I truly believe all children have the potential. It's all about how you teach them. To my fellow Girl Scouts, I encourage you to dream big, continue with Girl Scouts, 
and always be strong. To all my Girl Scout sisters and leaders I had along this way, I thank you for blessing me with this journey. Thank you.
surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. I want to invite your attention to the book of Matthew. Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter number 6. Read a few verses and offer a few scattering thoughts for this morning. These words you'll find recorded, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Here it is. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I, I want to talk for just a few moments. The big lie of divided loyalties. The big lie of divided loyalties. Jayla, I heard you say in your presentation this morning that it was in the Girl Scouts where you learned the lessons of love and loyalty. You said that. Yeah, we didn't talk about this beforehand. But she said she learned the lessons of love and loyalty. Loyalty. Throughout, throughout, throughout the Hebrew scriptures of the Old Testament and the Greek scriptures of the New Testament, there is the clearly articulated precept that God expects from his children loyalty. Devoted loyalty. Devoted loyalty is what God requires when he says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy strength, and all thy might. That's devoted loyalty. Devoted loyalty is what's being expressed when the Lord says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Loyalty. That thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water underneath. That is about devoted loyalty. Devoted loyalty expressed in Exodus 20 and 5 when he says, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me. God wants and expects from us loyalty. Devoted loyalty. And what God says to us is that 
in exchange for us being loyal to him, he'll be loyal to us. Over and over again, he says, and, and you will be my children and I will be your God. Throughout the scriptures, he says, if, if you follow my commandments, you will be mine and I will be yours. There is this, this precept, this promise of an exchange of devoted loyalty. And God wants from us this devoted loyalty, these exclusive rights to our hearts. He desires exclusive placement in your life that is not interrupted or distracted by any other thing or any other person or any other idea or any other thing that would draw you to it and from him. God wants all of your heart, all of your devoted loyalty. But somehow, 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 deacons, we have replaced the expectation of devoted loyalty with the big lie of divided loyalties. We've accepted the idea that one's loyalties can be divided between two or three or more things, people or ideas. But partial loyalty is not loyalty at all. Wish y'all would talk to me in here. Partial fidelity is not fidelity. Partial faithfulness is not faithfulness. You don't want a partially faithful spouse. Oh, come on and wake up in here. You, you, you don't want a partially fidelity, partial fidelity in your marriage, in your relation. You shouldn't. want somebody that's mostly loyal to you and yet somehow when it comes to life in general we have accepted the lie of being able to have divided loyalties when the very definition of loyalty itself means commitment Sing, that's what Jesus is talking about when he says you need to have a single vision where you're not looking at this, that, and the other and trying to separate and spread yourself in too many spaces. Me and Mrs. You thought I wasn't going to go there. Yes, I am too. Divided loyalties, secret lovers, that's You don't say amen, I'm going to come down your road. You, be, you better act like you know what I'm talking about. Divided loyalties. Divided loyalties. Divided loyalties. Jesus said, no, I don't want divide. I want all of you. There is no gray area. I want you on my side. I want to be by your side. And I don't want anything between you and me. No gray areas. No middle ground. Because God does not accept divided loyalty. 
God does not want, neither does God accept shared space. God does not want, neither does God accept common areas. Let me prove it to you. In 1 Samuel chapter 5, the Philistines captured the Ark of the Covenant and <coughs> they put the Ark of the Covenant. You remember the Ark of the Covenant represents the very presence of God. They put the Ark of the Covenant into the house of Dagon, put it next to their God who was called Dagon. Came there the next morning and Dagon was on the ground. They, they, they said, wait a minute, I don't know how this happened. Maybe wind came. Let us pick up Dagon and put him back on his pedestal. Let me pause right there parenthetically. If your God needs to be picked up by you, You, you don't have a very good God. I don't need a God that I need to pick up. I need a God who can, who can pick me up. I, I don't need a God that I need to go see about. I, I want a God who will come see about me. I don't need a God that I got to put up somewhere. I need a God who sits high. I feel like preaching in here. They, they, they put him back on his pedestal and, and came back the next day and Dagon was down on the ground again and his head was cut off and his hands were cut off. Why? Because God says there is no other God that can stand next to me. I will not share my space with anything. I am God above all gods. King of kings and Lord of lords and I will not accept divided loyalty. need somebody to recognize. I'm not going to have any points in this sermon, but I am going to preach. Uh, I need somebody to recognize this morning that, that when you try putting other things in front of God or next to God, when you try giving other things equal space in your life as you give to the Lord, when you try making your life a commons area where other ideas and other philosophies and other religions and other systems and other thoughts and other ideologies have equal footing with God, God says, I don't want that. He rejects that says, I am the Lord, your God. Nothing should be put next to our God. Nothing compares to our God. Nothing can measure up to our God. And our hearts should be devoted loyalty to God and God alone. The misnomer of divided loyalties is man's way of making himself feel better about missing the mark. It's the enemy's way of consoling and comforting the misguided soul. It's what we do when we give ourselves some credit for not being as bad off as we could be. When the standard has never been divided loyalty, but devoted loyalty. And so Jesus says in today's text, it makes it abundantly clear that being split in terms of one's service and one's devotion and one's faithfulness and one's stewardship is not possible when it comes to God. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. He says you can't have divided loyalties. 
You cannot be half in and half out. You cannot have divided loyalties. You cannot be in love with Christ and yet driven by and given to culture. Cannot have divided loyalties. You cannot say that you believe in the almighty God's word and yet consult the astrological horoscopes. Talking about you a Leo. You got to see what the stars say about you. I got to see what the God who made the stars said about me. You cannot have divided loyalties. You cannot say that you are a child of God and yet all of your identity is wrapped up in some other personality that you are creating. Some other altar image that you are developing, some other lifestyle that you are discovering. You cannot serve God and mammon. One must necessarily overcome the other. And while this text is specifically about the powerful draw of money and material wealth over one's life, I don't think that it would be inappropriate to apply this principle to anything that has the potential of drawing us away from a devoted life in which God has priority. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is money, by the way. Can't serve God and money. You can't serve God and power. You can't serve God and ambition. You cannot serve God and personal success. You cannot serve God and yourself. You cannot serve God and your flesh. You cannot serve God and fashion. You cannot serve God and your self-image. You cannot serve God and your job. You cannot serve God and greed. You cannot. Have divided. God wants all of you now 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 to be clear the Lord knows God knows that we have obligations in all areas of our lives God knows that we have interests in the sciences in the arts God created us with Curious capacities and creativity to explore and to discover and create and design and do all kinds of things that satisfy and edify the human spirit. God is not saying to us that it's God and nothing else. Even Jesus says, watch this, Jesus says, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Render unto God that which is, I wish I had some Bible readers in here. Jesus recognizes that there are things in this world that we have to do. There are responsibilities that we have outside of God and outside of church. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. I'm not telling you you need to wake up in church, go to sleep in church. Wake that man up back there. <laughs> what I am saying. God knows that we have families to care for. We have careers to build. We have bills to pay that require time and attention and energy and resources. And the Lord is not saying that we neglect these things in order to be loyal to him. The idea, however, 
that our lives are so prioritized that even as we take care of all for which we are responsible, that nothing causes our loyalty to shift. Get up and go to work. Don't let work become your God. <laughs> Chart out your career path so that you are upwardly mobile and taking care of your family and doing all the things that you want to do and that God asks you to do. Don't make your job your God. Hmm. Here's how the enemy distracts us by making us think that all of these other things are things that the Lord doesn't care about and that's not true. God cares about all of that. The enemy says and makes us believe that if it's going to be done, then you've got to do it when the reality is that Jesus says later in this very chapter, verse number 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. God knows you got bills. And he still says, seek ye first. God knows you have a family. And he still says, seek ye first. God knows you have a career path that you're trying to make, and he still says, seek ye first. God knows you have a relationship that needs time and attention, and he still says, seek ye first the kingdom. God knows that you have interests beyond the church. You have hobbies. You have side hustles. And yet he still says, seek ye first the kingdom but Jesus says life is more than food and raiment in other words before your career comes the kingdom before your clothing comes the kingdom before your crib comes the kingdom before your car comes the kingdom. God knows that all of these other parts of your life have significance, need attention, and require your energy and resources, but he gives you the answer for accomplishing them all first by seeking the kingdom. And all these things that you're looking for, all these things that you're responsible for, all these things that draw your eye and draw your attention, all that stuff will come when you seek first. The kingdom. I'm almost done. But some of you have been approaching your relationship with God from the vantage point of divided loyalty. You give him some time, some attention, some commitment. But the reality is that all of your heart does not belong to God. It is divided at best. And I'm talking to you this morning. Because my assignment for you this morning is simply to let you know that God is not fooled. God is not pleased. And divided loyalty is no loyalty at all. I'm going to end with this. Prophet Elijah stood before King Ahab one day. There had been a long drought in the land. 
And Elijah asked Ahab to summon the Israelites and the prophets together at Mount Carmel. When they all got there, here's what Elijah said to them in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. He said, how long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. I want to read that same passage in the English Standard Version of Elijah's question. Elijah's question, as it reads in the English Standard Version, says, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? How long will you go limping between two opinions. I like that verbiage because it suggests that when you have divided loyalties, you're not walking with God. You're limping at best. Limping along between two opinions. The question that you must answer today is, are you going to go through the rest of your life limping? Limping between God and something else? Or are you going to get all in with God? Are you going to go limping or are you going to get full force with the Lord? Are you going to keep limping or are you going to put everything on the table with God? Because anything less than devoted loyalty is just a limp. Elijah raised that question to the prophets and the people that day. And at the end of that verse, it says something I want you to pay close attention to. And the people did not answer him a word. In other words, they were presented with the right question, but they didn't have an answer. And the question has gone out this morning to some of you. devil has made you content with the lie of divided Lord that you can do this and that that you can you can serve this and that that, that there's room for both God says no I don't share my space I, I don't share my glory I don't share my power. I don't share any of that. I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. So this morning, I pray that you don't remain silent without a word. I pray that you get serious and honest with yourself in this moment of reflection. I'm done.
I pray that you get serious with this moment and this question before you. Have you been trying to live your life split up? Give God a little bit. Give everybody else a little bit. And, and then when you get to God, you give him whatever's left. God says, no, I won't devote it loyalty. I want you to be my child and I will be your God. And if you start walking with him and stop limping with him, he says, I'll hold your hand. I'll prop you up when you feel like you can't go on. If you walk with me and stop limping with me, I'll give you the strength that you need. I'll restore your joy and your hope if you walk with me fully committed, totally given, not trying to have it both ways and all three ways, but, but Lord, I'm giving my life fully and completely to you. Some young adult needs to make that decision this morning. Oh, I know what it's like to be a young adult. But we hadn't forgotten. Y'all come on and talk to me here. A lot of us have been limping between two opinions for a long time and and thanks be to God, he gave us enough time to decide, I'm, I'm getting on the Lord's side. I'm staying on the Lord's side. I'm walking with him. I'm talking with him. I'm giving my all to him. He gave us that chance. He gave us that grace. I don't know how long he's going to give you. So you need to not do what these folk did with Elijah and say not a word you need to you need to say a word this morning I'm giving my life to you God now listen listen you might be saying but Reverend I've already done that I know but most of us in here if we're honest most of us in here, if we're honest, can admit that there's a time when we gave our lives to the Lord, but there's another time when we started walking with Him. Don't y'all act like you don't know what I'm talking about. You, you gave your life to the Lord a long time ago, but, but there's one day when you know you really stuck. You really started walking with Him. You, 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 really, you really gave your all to it. You really said, Lord, I'm serious now. I, I thank you you've been covering me, but Lord, right now I'm... And this could be the moment for somebody else. You already been baptized. You already got your name on the church road. You already know who he is, but you hear the Lord knocking at the door saying, I need you to be devoted to me now. 
I need you to be completely given to me now. I need you to stop playing one side against the other and come on in feel fully and wholly. If you're ready to make that decision, oh, glory to God. If you're ready to make that, I need some saints to start praying right now. Somebody will make that decision. This is the day for somebody to make that decision that I'm going to be devoted to you, Lord. I know you, but I'm going to be devoted to you. Come on, saints, pray right now. Pray right now. Pray right now. Hallelujah. My storage is empty. I'm available to you. If you're here this morning and you're ready to say, Lord, I'm devoting my life to you right now. I want you to stand to your feet right now and come on down this aisle, wherever you are. Don't worry about anybody else. This is your moment. This is your day. This is your hour. You heard the Lord speaking to you. Go ahead and respond. Don't, don't leave this service without an answer. Don't leave this service without a word. You tell him right now today, Lord, I'm coming. I'm here now, right now, in Jesus' name. Come right now. Come right now. My storage is empty. Hallelujah. My storage is empty. Lord and I. I'm available to you. Somebody needs some encouragement, so I'm going to ask everybody to stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. They feel a little embarrassed, and, and they don't want to stand and see all the eyes on them. So if everybody stands, that's going to encourage somebody. Come on, come on, come on. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Somebody needs to give their lives to Christ for the first time. You don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. You've been trying to do life on your own terms, in your own way seeking things that the Lord does not desire for your life you've been trying to make sense out of it but right now this morning the Lord says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all that other stuff it'll come all that other stuff it'll fall into place you're already standing you might as well start walking you're already standing you might as well start walking Come on right now. Come on right now. The doors of the church are open. You can come right now. Come right now. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm available. I'm available to you. My will I give to you. I'll do what you say to you. Use me, Lord. Show someone Enable me to say, Oh, bless his name. My storage, Lord, and I, and I am available. Come on, let's do that one more time. Somebody's still making up their mind. They're almost there. They're almost there. They need you to encourage them. Lord, I'm available. Lord, I'm available.
pray right there. Yeah, yeah. And I, my story is my story. <laughs> I empty myself of my will and my thoughts, my story. I empty myself, and God, I make room for you. I'm making room for you. Come in, God, my story. Lord, and I, my story, my story. Listen, if you're watching, I don't want to leave you out. You've probably seen on your screen there's a QR code. There's a link for how you can connect with us here at Cade. You take out your phone and get your camera app out and you point that camera to the screen. It should pick up that QR code and get you connected with us here at Cade Chapel, wherever you are. You need prayer. Scan that code. You ready to join this church? Scan that code. You just need somebody to talk to you. Scan that code and we'll, be, we'll connect with you. We'll be glad to minister to you. Hopefully put you on the right path. A path to devoted loyalty with God. Amen. 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 Now listen. Y'all know I don't do this. I'm going to give the benediction. But I feel in my spirit there's somebody here who wanted to come down. I'm going to ask a few deacons stay with me here. A few ministers to stay with me here. We're going to give you another opportunity once the benediction is given. We're not going to make a big production out of it, but I feel that and hear that in my spirit that you're here. So once the benediction is given, you make your way up here. We'll talk with you. We'll pray with you. We'll do our best to get you on the right path. It'll be between us, you, and the Lord. Amen. 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 And now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And amen. God bless you. Go in peace.